Okay, welcome and or welcome back to the Identity Bound podcast series. Guys, we are already moving up. We're already moving up, okay? I know this is like pretty much the first podcast episode that you're probably hearing from me or that I'm doing because I don't have that many on, you know, my podcast channel right now. I don't know. I'm not near a computer, so I can't see, but I don't need to see in order to know that God is doing something. Like I've, this has been a a pretty big week for me. And if you listen to the next episode, also they are connected. They're being recorded in the same week and the same day, actually. That's like a whole other side story. But it's, God is, God is in control of this entire podcast. It's his to begin with anyway. It's his business. It's his everything. And so he is just going to take you guys on a journey through his message today. So if you guys just give me a minute to just center myself and make sure I'm not in his way, then we are going to get into it. I'd like to say I'm sorry if you can hear all kinds of noise like outside of the bedroom window um you're just gonna have to ignore that because I really really need you to tune into what God's got to say okay and no outside like car or tractor pipe whatever that is is going to stop God right now so the message for today is all about strength because I know from experience on both sides that it is something that is widely misconstrued, or it's a rather big misconception. Strength is, you know, we think of it as like the many. You think about physical strength, that how much muscle do you have? How much can you carry? How much, you know, weight can you lift without, you know, buckling at the knees or without even like twitching? How much can you deal with through life? How much can you handle that life throws at you? Because the more you can handle, the stronger you are. That's what we tend to think of as strength. And really, I've thought that way my entire life. And so I have always said that I'm weak. And I'm not the only one to kind of make the um, assumption that I'm a little weaker than the others. Like, I mean, sensitive. The word is usually sensitive that people have used. And I've always felt like they're calling me weak because they don't think I can really handle the things that life throws at me. I take things too personally. I don't have that kind of thick skin that can just shake things off. But some time ago, and it's actually quite a while ago, we're talking nearly a year now, God was going through through with me probably one of the now I know strongest moments of my life like on the outside it was the weakest moment of my life I was on the floor I was in tears I couldn't sleep I didn't want to I didn't want to live anymore like God just told me to be honest about that and I can't believe I was I didn't want to live anymore I was weak by all accounts but 
you're going to hopefully understand after this episode why it's wrong to say that it was the weakest moment of my life and that really it was the strongest. Because let me give you the title of this message for today. Okay, you probably read it as you came into the podcast app or SoundCloud or wherever you are listening to this. Um, but the, the title of the message is Strength in Number. And it's not a typo that there's no S on the end because God wants you to know strength is not about the many like we think it is all the time. It is not True strength is, it's got nothing to do with muscle. It's got nothing to do with how many weights you can lift and how much can you bench press. And that's not true strength. Nor is it about how much you can take on without complaining or how much, you know, what a thick skin you have to shake things off. That also is not true strength. See, like like I said, we have this misconception that strength is about the many. And what God wants us to know and understand is that strength is not about the many. It's about the one. And so, as will always be the case, there is scripture, Bible scripture, which I have to turn to. So excuse me if you hear the page flip. Oh, there it is. Oh, flip it again. Oh, and <laughs> this scripture Backs it up and we'll break it down in a second. But the the first scripture is Ephesians 6.10 because there's two of them because you can never have enough scripture. And it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And the second is Psalm 28.7, which says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all my heart. And so when, when God was giving me that message and that kind of revelation in my life at that time in September... He was really getting me to focus on the words. The Lord is my strength and shield. The Lord is one in a sense. Like I know and I hope you know that God is such a complex one. I mean, just to start with, you know, the Holy Trinity is three in one. That's already complex. But then Christ as Lord is one that is complex. God is one that is complex. But the idea is we, we in this world have this worldly idea that we have got to carry so much on our own backs. We have got to carry the weight of the world on our shoulder. And when we can, we're strong. Like we're a strong woman when we can just carry the world on our backs and we don't complain and we raise our kids and do our job and own a business, take care of our husband at the same time. And men are strong when they're, you know, able to support their family and protect them and do all that they need to do without complaining. I mean, I get you. I see you. I see what you mean. I, I thought exactly the same thing. I still thought that for some time after God gave me this revelation. But true strength, when we're talking about spiritual strength, we are talking about letting go of all of that. And you're probably thinking like, mm, you're 21 and single and have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what do you mean let go of raising my kids? And what do you mean let go of taking care of my husband? What do you mean let go of being the man and the protector of my family? I'm not asking you and God's not asking you to stop doing that. He's asking you to let that 
Let it go. As in, give it to him. He's, he said, like, when I, when I was writing this message out for the, like the 45, 45th time to try and get what God was really trying to say, he said something incredible. He said, let's trade. Let's trade. Give me all that you worry about, that you try to carry on your shoulders, that you try to use to prove to the world that you're strong. Give me all of that. And instead, I'm going to give you one thing. One. I am going to give you my son. I am going to give you my strength through my son. He is going to be your strength and he's going to be a shield. And that is all you need to carry and I will figure out the rest. And you're like, yeah, but how? How is that going to work out? How? Like, what do you mean I've got to let go of stressing about raising my kids and that you're just going to handle it? And he's saying, trust me. The second part of Psalm 28 verse 7 was, I will trust him with all my heart. And I believe the things in the Bible aren't written just by coincidence or just because it sounded fun to say or just because, you know, whatever reason. There is a divine purpose for every line that is in the Bible. I'm trying to, you know, right now I'm trying to go through the gospel and trying to find those myself. And it's hard, but when you see it, sometimes it's there. That last part of Psalm 28, 7 was meant to indicate to you that he, he gets that it wasn't going to be easy. It wasn't going to be easy for you to just let go of everything you worry about and everything the world tells you to worry about and just... Pick up his son instead as your strength and your shield. But then he says, you've got to say, I will trust him with all my heart because it's going to take trust. And here is the here's the reason why you can trust him. I mean, there's I bet you can think of a hundred reasons why you can trust him. Like your mind is probably going, OK, like I know I can trust him. And I mean, the way he's shown up for me throughout my life so many times, how could I not? But still, let me break it down. The reason why we can trust him is when we pick him up as a shield, the shield goes before us. And if God before me, then who can stand against me? Like, I love that scripture. I love a lot of scripture. And I'm still someone who, again, God's getting me to admit it hasn't really read through her Bible properly. I don't know my Bible properly, but I know certain scriptures and word that God has really delved deep with me about, and that is one of them. If God be for me, if God be for you as your shield, then who can be against you? Okay, because you, you, when he's your shield and he's before you, you follow behind him. You obey what he says. And when you do that, I know you know that everything else is going to work out. He's going to guide you through raising those kids and he's going to guide you through protecting your family as a man, but still deal with your emotions. Cause I feel like men don't do that enough. I don't even know if men are listening to this podcast episode. If you're a man and you're here, I need you to know that you have got to get to God when it comes to your emotions. I just, I pray for men. I, I'm going to pray for you men out there because, because of this idea of strength, you feel like you can't have emotions and you feel like you can't show emotions all oh, because then you're just a big woman if you're emotional. No, baby, no. 
No, that's not strength. That's not strength. That's just, I, I don't even know what that is. I don't got a word for that. But your emotions don't make you weak. It doesn't. You letting it all go and letting it all out so that you can be filled with something so much holier, that is strength. And that's why, though I was on the floor and in tears rolling around, having a tantrum, not being able to sleep, not being able to eat, going all sorts of crazy, wanted to commit suicide, the reason why that was the strongest time in my life is I let it all out for the first time. I mean, I thought I'd cried before and I thought I'd talked about these problems before, but I hadn't realized how much was balling up inside of me till I let it all out. And it was at the same time where I was coming back to God after like two, nearly three years. And I was just being filled and deposited with all of these scriptures and words and messages from him that were just building me up to be even stronger like if you're right now in that season where you're just like I I'm breaking down and I'm falling apart I promise you you're gonna look back at that moment and be like that that's that was it that was the moment I was the strongest I'd ever been as that person because then I got built up as a new person that was even stronger still because he, she was just with the one, just had the one. And, and look, the enemy does not want you to know any of this. Okay. Let me make it so clear. This is why it's been stuck in my notebook. This is why it's been recorded over and over again and never released and never good enough and never right because the enemy just doesn't want it to come out. Because you'd think that, you know, if you just had one thing up against a fight, you'd be like, Ooh, am I going to make it? Like I've only got one shield. Like that doesn't seem like enough for the kind of thing that the enemy likes to throw at me. But he wants you to think that because he knows full well when he comes face to face with Jesus in that fight between you and him, he's going to have to bow down. He's going to buckle at the knees. He's going to tremble and shake in his boots, but he doesn't want you to know that that's his biggest fear. The enemy doesn't want you to know that that is what he most fears for you to do. So he just says, carry many things. Why don't you just carry it all? You'll be so much stronger if you do. You'll train those muscles. Let's get carrying. Come on, people. Because he knows that if you do, you'll have no more room to carry Christ. You'll have no more room for God's strength. And so there'll be nothing he has to be afraid of. But let's decide today, my wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ, that we're going to make that devil cry. Okay? I don't like to make people cry. I don't. I'm not saying I haven't. <clears throat> God, you have me being honest. <clears throat> but I, <laughs> I want to make the devil cry. And I want you to make the devil cry. Okay? I want you and I to come to every battle. Come to every situation. Come to every parent-teacher meeting. Come to every argument with our spouse. Come to every family moment with our entire family, mom, mother-in-law, husband, father, all of that with our one strength, one shield, one God, one savior, 
And we're just going to watch him do what only he can do. And we are going to watch that serpent slither away. That, like, he is going to be like a lightning bolt. He's gonna, he's out of there. He's like, I can't. Mm-mm. Damn it. They got it. I don't know how. They weren't meant to. But damn it, they got it. And now they're doing it. And I can't stand up against that. And you will, you will notice when he starts to feel that kind of way. Like he just has to back up when you enter a room. Why? Because you are too strong for him. Is it because you're carrying so many things? No. Is it because you trained all your muscles and hit all your emotions and you're going to get angry in his face? No. It's because God before you, he can't stand against you, especially him. I mean, he got demoted. He, he is under the ground. He slithers as a snake on his belly. So when we say, if God before me, then who can be against me? It's like, who can be against me? Especially the devil. Especially Satan. Like he has got nothing on me when I carry God. And it's going to look like one and it may not look like enough. But trust me, get close enough and you'll wish you hadn't. Okay, and that that is that is the word for today. Like, I wish I could go on, but I'm only ever going to speak when God tells me. And he says, mm, girl, that's it. <laughs> like, he has more for you, obviously, of course. Just open up his word and let him... Oh, meditate on that word and just let him, oh my gosh, I've lost all my words. Absorb him, basically. Just absorb all that he has for you. Let him fill you. My goodness, those were the words. Let him fill you up. But as for this episode and words coming out of my mouth, that is all we've got for today. So I'm going to pray for you because prayer works and prayer is amazing. It's getting to talk to God because I've talked to you. Now I've got to talk to God. Okay, you can't hog all of my time and attention. I love you, okay? But it's time for some God now, but I'm going to pray for you. Don't worry. So wherever you are, if you can, I just want you to bow your head and just know that God is here and just he's over you and next to you and behind you and beside you. I told you he was complex. (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for your son that is our shield and our strength. Thank you for the fact that through him we have that kind of access to you. God, we trust you. Sometimes in this world, we don't want to let everything go because we just fear about what will happen so badly. Because the world has convinced us that if we're not carrying the world on our shoulders then the world's going to fall apart, but we trust you. Mm. We trust you with our lives. That's why we, that's why we came to you. That's why we begged and prayed for salvation because we trust you with our lives. And so if you say that all we need is you through your son as our strength and our shield, then that's all we're going to carry. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that even though they may do so in a little bit of fear, that they obey your word and carry you through your son 
as their strength and their shield. They don't need to worry about anything else because if you before them, who can be against them? I pray that you've just been able to enter into their lives in the way that they need. Because that's what this is all about. This is about connecting, connecting to you, Lord. I pray to you to connect to you. I, I be your mouthpiece so you can connect to them. And I just pray that I've not gotten in your way and that your children have been able to receive something then that they didn't even know was coming for them. Because you're just that kind of God. You're that kind of God. And we thank you. We thank you for your son. We thank you for his sacrifice. We thank you for your sacrifice as a parent. You gave up your son, your only son. We thank you. We praise you and we love you. And in Jesus' name, we all pray. Amen.